Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Justin, live from B2B Vault, the biz to biz podcast, sponsored by Nationwide Payment Systems, hosted by this guy, the oracle of payment processing himself, Alan Kopelman. And today we'll be providing you some information about artificial intelligence, digital marketing, and how AI and automation are uh, taking over for 2024. Definitely. It's pretty interesting. It's a little spooky for me. Uh, I got just a few random things that I'd like to throw in here. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. How you doing, man? Listen, start of a start of a new week. Can't even believe it. We're almost at the end of January. We're three quarters of the way through the Today first month. Today is the 23rd of January. I know. We're, we're, I, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. It's crazy. Just went that went by like a snap of a finger. Yeah. So we usually pick out a couple of news stories. You got a news story? No, I don't. But uh, I got one. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So there's been a lot of like this this um, bank fraud going on. People getting their bank accounts drained, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden yesterday, um is released a story. Let me find, I'm going to find it on my phone to to say the exact number, but it was, they're, they're talking about double digit millions, millions of, of people's information is out there now through several huge data breaches. That recently have been hush hush happened over like the last quarter. Oh yeah, yeah. And now there's been people getting money mysteriously <laughs> missing out of their bank accounts. Mm. And if you don't have two factor authentication, set it up now. Yes. On everything you have, your bank account, every single credit card, every single financial thing you log into. I mean, I would go even a step further and do the two fact. If you have the capability or are able to set it up on whatever uh, uh, your email, your social media accounts, your phone, uh, anything that you use to pay for stuff, yeah, or is tied to your accounts. And you can set up two-factor authentication. You should be setting it up. Yes, definitely. Sure. I mean, there is just crazy amount of fraud going on. People getting money out of the ATM machine. <laughs> um, yeah, because you know you have these cardless transactions. I seen some really. I seen a tutorial on how to <laughs> get a credit card, right? And just go to the ATM and withdraw some cash, right? It's there's literally videos on YouTube for that. Yeah, because you it can shows get a, you step by step. Because you can get a cash advance on your credit card, yeah. and then if you if you got it fraudulently, then the bank's not going to get that money back. No, I mean, no, I don't care. About, I, that doesn't bother me. The, the bank's got it; they're insured. You got it. You know, they'll just print some more money, but. Uh, it's all monopoly money, but no, I don't like the, you know, the, the fact that people are, you know, they're getting their life savings drained out of their account and stuff like that. It's really sad and unfortunate. And, uh, it, a lot of times can be prevented, right? Yeah. A lot. Just by setting up, you know, changing your password. That's 
you know, baby 1985, whatever your password is, right? Right. Like, you know, admin or your birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like at this well, point. Well, I think if you have two-factor authentication, you're going to get a text and you're going to know something nefarious is going on. Well, that way, yeah. And you're going to be able to prevent that from happening. Well, that's when you don't have two-factor yeah, authentication, you're, you're, you're basically, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. And then after it happens, the bank is kind of throwing their hands up and they're going, well, you fell for a scam. Right. You know, and there's nothing we can do about it. Which is messed up to me. Yeah, I think it's kind of messed up. I don't think the banks do enough to... I think they need to force people with this two-factor authentication. I tried to use that authenticator app on my phone. I would say I'd give that like a pretty sucky rating. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, they have like authenticator apps where you can have like an app that's on your phone and then it alerts you when you want to do an – you know, you need Mm. to authenticate something. I just – I'm not a big fan of that. I think the text message is a lot better. So, I mean, the only news article that I had was, I was going it, to, it's not really a news article. It's just like some random fact. So, okay, let's hear it. So, do you remember the first movie, Terminator? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the good guy that traveled back in time? Yes. Okay. Do you know what year he came from? Uh-oh, 2024? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. So it, he came back from the year 2024 to uh, to whatever. What was it? 1982 or yeah. something like that. Terminator. I have to look it up. Terminator. Let's well, whatever see. the okay. you got a Terminator. What what year that was based in? Like not the year it came out. Like what year was it in Terminator? Well, it came out 1984, and it was based on like maybe in the 1970s. I don't know. I thought it was in the eighties. It was in the eighties. It was. It was. It was eighties. Anyway, I thought that was uh, coincidentally spooky as shit. <laughs> Considering all the articles. Well, no, it says he traveled from twenty twenty nine to nineteen eighty four. So that's not the. So that's messed up because that's not what I read. They said 2024. Oh, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger came from 2029. Yes. The other guy came from 2024. Okay. Is that what it says? No, it doesn't say that, but it only references Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Because remember, that guy came. He was before. He, before Arnold Cybertron Schwarzenegger. Cybertron right. took over, or whatever right. it was. Yeah, he came from the. So yeah. it was earlier. So right. he came from 2024, and then they came because they knew that he was coming. Right. So. I thought that was insane. That is insane. Uh, and we're dealing with it now. If it's off a couple of years, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I'm sorry. Right. But I just thought it's kind of coincidental considering that we're in a really uh, like the AI thing is just it's starting to it freaks people out. Yeah. Right. And then when you talk like my dad, he's like he's super sci fi. So he's watching all the stuff <laughs> and, you know, watching the news on how people are using it and he's asking me about it and i'm like you know it's it's still got a long way to go it's a long way to go but the way ai is learning it's it's teaching itself right it's it's even like the guy who started open open ai the right. company yeah he's even a little like whoa 
like how fast it's it's you know adapting and in well that's kind of like what they talked about in the movie terminator how that all of a sudden you know at first they had this computer system and then they put the ai on it and then the ai started to take over and then it started thinking for itself yeah. and it locked every all the humans out of the computer system and it started bombing them and it started a war yeah <clears throat> so i don't know i mean the other thing that i've been seeing about I, this is also like i guess kind of doom and gloomy but you know i kind of been on this page like people should be starting to really uh i don't want to call you everyone i don't i'm not a prepper right like what right. people Doomsday are like prepper i'm not i'm not not I'm ordering not, the bucket of food that lasts three years i'm not doing that all right i i will say that considering the infrastructure like that's the part that i pay attention to right the infrastructure of the united states of america right the roads the electric the, the water, the sewage, et cetera, et cetera, the railroads. Okay. Is very, very, it's highly at risk. Okay. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, now, the chances or likelihood of the entire United States grid going down at one time is like really. Well, no, not unless you had one of those, whatever, an electro, EMP. an EMP. But even then, it would have to be so coordinated. It would be like have to be an EMP would have to go off in New York. An EMP would have to go down here. An EMP would have to go off on the West Coast it, it, because it's only good for a certain amount of miles, right? right? Yeah. And I mean, in that sense, then that would be like every country bombing us at once, right? I don't see that happening. Uh, not right now, anyway. Um, but I could. I I am. One of the people that say, you know, God forbid that the electric goes down. Right. People should be able to, you know, you should be able to last three days. Right. right? And they're saying it could take up to three months. Well, that's to crazy. Get, to get back up and running. Well, look what happened up north with the EV cars. All of a sudden, you got a snowstorm and, and you're and there's shit out EV unless you had an EV plug in your garage. Even though they said even then it wasn't working. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, it was, it was taken cold. forever. And it was too cold. Right. right. It's too cold and you couldn't get to hold these, the charge. Right. To hold the charge. And they're talking about putting like all these trucks on EV and all this that move all our food around and everything. I don't, don't see trust how, it. There's no way that. There's no way a truck can make it from like some farm in just, the middle. No, I'm just mid saying it's coming from the Upper East Coast, right? Yeah. Say, say Maine. Right. And it's got to go all the way to Wisconsin. Right. It's not going to go down south and then, you know what I right. mean? It's going to take the most direct route and that's going to be really cold. Right. So good luck with all that i don't i don't see that but i mean I, I i say all that to say this like yo buy yourself some batteries a couple of flashlights you know uh buy some you don't have to go crazy man you know get you a couple of bags of dry beans i got like solar go to all these grab i got a solar cases, lamps the solar lamps all that i got know, a crank radio you can i crank. have a crank radio my dad you know yeah. that type of stuff you know what i mean like some water just, just you know, it's common sense type thing, right? Well, I don't know. We, we prepare we, for hurricanes and for I, right. So, like, 
General people hurricane. go crazy down here when hurricanes are starting <laughs> to happen. So like they go and buy everything up. I'm not saying to go crazy and like rush the stores and buy 30 cases of water and stuff like that. But I am saying like gradually, <laughs> I think you sh everyone should be able, should have about a week to, to, to 10 well, days. Well, they say worth. three to five days is like normal for most things. I mean, hopefully we never have to live through an attack like that, but I don't think we're gonna have to live through the attack part. Right. Just like, I mean, you know, I read a lot online and you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I'm connected with a lot of people. And so is AI, going to help a society or is Ooh. ai going to turn on us and we're going to deal with like terminator level <laughs> stuff going on in the united states to tell but hopefully honestly, we're not around to see that <laughs> in a hundred years hopefully it takes that long i i don't i don't wish that on no i don't wish it on anybody no. i think that i think that the human race is more capable and we are very we are very capable of creating a society in the future that is nothing like we see today right yeah. i think i i think that star you, trek maybe i mean but on earth right no no they star trek is on they when you see like star trek life on earth is similar to life on the on the spaceship oh, right, right 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 like nobody has like whatever there's no problems there's, there's no problems everybody's getting along yes right there's so, no money right i think know? that we are very capable of that and that you know but right now, AI is, uh, you know, it's a game changer. I think that we should be using it. I think that we should be using it in our everyday lives. It makes uh, my sensei, the guy who taught me how to build websites, yeah. he was telling me, because I, I hate asking him questions. Right. I don't hate. That's, I, I, I dislike having to ask him a question, right? Yeah. Because if I'm asking him, I always feel like I haven't done my due diligence. Because... I don't know. I think it's important to ask people opinions on things well, that maybe you're not sure thing, about. But hey, how do I do this? Is another right? Yeah. Well, you know. So, but I get to it. Like, so he's like, "Yeah, man, dude. Before you even ask me now, you need to go and ask Chat GPT. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he's like, and I said, you know what, bro? It would have given me the answer. I wouldn't have had to. You know what I mean? It, because it's not like I'm looking for a, a answer to some really deep rooted problem. I'm just trying to, you know, figure out a workaround or something. Right. And uh, he was right, you know, use chat GPT. You know what I mean? Like I was thinking of uh, podcast titles. Right. For a podcast, like the name of my podcast. Right? right. And I'm like going through this list. He's like, dude, just put it in chat GPT. What are you doing? And he was right. You know, you gotta, if you, Cause I, I filled out all, I, you know, like, this is what my podcast is going to talk about, blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. And then it's, it, it gave me a whole bunch of them and I, I'm not probably going to use any. I mean, I'll put them online. I might use, there was one that I, I was like, Hmm, one or two, but yeah, it's cool. AI is definitely a, a useful thing. No, I sure. think that, I think that if you haven't, logged into OpenAI and tried ChatGBT or gone on to Microsoft and tried out Bard or, you know, I've messed around with a bunch of them. Perplexity, Bard. Yeah. The co now they put Microsoft as this co-pilot thing. Now something's going on. With I don't use my Microsoft enough to, to – I, I was really getting kind of frustrated the other day when I was using it because 
every time you highlight some, it just like automatically pops that in. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, it's, it's very, it's not as easy. It's invasive. To, yeah. It's not as easy to use as open AI. I mean, I've seen other it's ones. It's a totally different application. Right. Type. It's a different application, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's totally different. And, you know, open AI started to offer, you know, team plan and, paid plans and you can get more out of it. And that's something we're probably going to bite the bullet on yeah, and get the, you know, paid version of, of, uh, of I, the, the reason I think the paid, well, there's a couple of reasons, but the paid version one, I guess it's it, you get the new stuff faster. Yeah. You get the new stuff faster. You get and some then, enhanced capabilities that you yeah. don't have like uploading a PDF and, Right, stuff you can with, analyze data better. Yeah, some like stuff that. with images, which I don't even understand. I'm not a graphic the designer. The mid-journey part is cool. I I'm not a, Samantha will probably get, a, get some use out of that for sure. Yeah, I don't know how easy or hard it is to use that or to, you know, create with That's that. Easy. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm not in that world, so. But if it helps employees, yeah. then. It's all about the prompt, man. To me, it's To me, it's, like, about the prompt, and then it's about, you know, you know, nobody can go and tell, call me on the phone and go, oh, I'm an AI expert or something like that. I don't, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's Are all, am I? Are you an expert at artificial? How? I don't know. I think I'm. No, I'm saying like the people calling. like Yeah, like we get people all the time. Oh, attend this webinar, buy this thing. Oh, we're the AI experts. I mean, I think like if you're a business owner, you need to look at like, okay, can I use chat GBT to help me perform, you know, help me to write a blog post or help me to make social media posts. Yeah. I mean, or simple don't do what he's don't use the prompt. Like I want you to be an expert at social media uh, in, you know, man, whatever. I want you to be a social media expert. Um, please make a Facebook <coughs> post with 300 Whatever you know what I mean. You got to make sure the prompt is right. Just don't, don't, yeah. don't just say I want to need a new Facebook. Yeah, account. learn about it and see how you can use it. And you know, and another thing is a lot of things like we're seeing a lot. Like we saw seeing a lot of companies come out with this AI. I watched a video today about there was a big. We went to a convention, right? The yes. Leeds convention. Sorry, then my the, daughter was texting me. Then there was another convention, a similar conference to the one we went to here locally yeah. in Vegas, was a little bit bigger. And there was a whole presentation about AI making phone calls. And we looked into it, right? And now there's dozens of companies coming out with this software where telemarketing. Well, I mean, they got a year. Right. Like, it's tell, like. So you got to spill the, like, so the SEC. Right. The FCC. The FCC said you can't just call people no more. Right. So to all you guys out there that are sending me the lists, right, you send me a list every morning. Hey, dude, I got a list that everybody of everyone who's using Clover POS. Right. Well, you can keep sending them this year, but 2025. January, right? Or yeah. is it November? No, it's January. January 1st or 2nd or 3rd, whatever day. Well, it, the, it starts creeping in in increments. So, you know, they have rules like, oh, if you capture the lead, you have 90 days to keep calling the people. After 90 days, you're not supposed to call the leads anymore. You know, so. How the hell are they about to monitor this? Because people are going to complain 
And then they're going to get slapped with lawsuits like we heard from those guys that own those call centers who were telling us like, oh, we had this client. Oh, yeah, they that got, guy just pays and they, people. Yeah, and they're like – they get people calling them up on the phone and they're going, oh, well, we're – I'm, uh, you know, Alan Copelman, Esquire, and, uh, you know, Justin, you have this client of yours, Justin, and he's calling people and they're on the do not call list or – He's violating blah, blah, blah. And the attorney's just going to take like five or 10 grand just to go away. Or if you're a big company and they find out maybe you have some money, maybe they're going to want 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 grand. Like we heard a story about a major company that coughed up what, 70 million? That mm -hmm. guy said coughed up $70 million, a major. Because real, of his, it was the because, guy's platform the company was using right. to make calls. Well, that's why he knew about it. So. Yeah. But it's, then, he doesn't control he, who makes the he calls. He said that that company didn't even care, though. No, they didn't care. They just they paid. they made that money back. Yeah, they just that paid. That $70 million was a... Well, it was a huge company. Dropping it bucket. was a gigantic, massive real estate company. Right. We'll leave it at that without naming names. Yeah. But but he said there's other companies. He goes, they're out there. These There's attorneys out there, TPA, they call them, these TPA attorneys, and they're just looking for people to complain. They're like an ambulance chaser for against telemarketing. So, you know, you know, you're just – even if you're doing it now, you're basically rolling the dice. doesn't matter. I hire people. They're in the Philippines or they're in Colombia or they're in Guyana or wherever the heck they are, right? <laughs> we heard people telling us about call centers all over the world, right, when we were sitting at the table with different people over the two-day convention. I was blown away when I heard the that – about the, how the people in the Philippines and Vietnam are doing it. That was crazy, man. So the people, if you don't know, so the locals of like, say you're from the Philippines. Right. And you're going to school. And then one day you get an opportunity to go to school in the United States and they pay for it. But the trick is, the catch is that once you graduate college, you have to go back to the Philippines. Right. And work for really really low amount of money. Yeah, but the thing is is like their money over there well, they don't have the, they don't have the inflation that no, we I have. I understand. I it's just really that's just is like it's it's kind of strange. It's like forced labor almost. I don't know, but their money over there is way different from what I wish we were over there. Let me tell you something. If you were over there and you're making like 200 bucks a week, right? You're living a pretty good lifestyle. Well, you're super rich. Right. You're living like an insane – you're living like in a nice apartment. Well, I don't know. I, we, I, we're speculating. No, no. I, ta part. I talked to a guy. He told me, he goes, if you're over there and let's say an upper job is like 10 bucks an hour there. A regular job is maybe well, five bucks. 500 bucks a week. Five bucks an hour. But I'm saying the guy – But you work at $10 an hour and you work at 40 hours, that's $400. Right. The guy said, you're making that kind of – you're like in a $10 job over there. You're living like – you have a nice house with a swimming pool. Gated community. You're living in a good – you're living an upper life because <laughs> it's cheap over there. Like hotel, everything everything there is cheap. Wow. And – and even if you're making five bucks, you're still living in a nice apartment in a nice neighborhood. That's what this guy told me. Philippines than no, I'm just saying. That's what a guy told me who lives over there. He's like, you don't understand. Things don't cost as much as well, it costs. Well, yeah, no, here. my my sensei's folks moved to Panama. Yeah, Panama, the or same Peru. thing. Pan 
Peru. I don't know what goes on in Peru. I know Panama that like if you live near like Panama, Panama it's the, Panama. the Panama Canal area over there. They live in a they live in the jungle. Yeah. That's where I mean. People live outside of the city there. Their their house, dude. Yeah. Is like crazy. They have like three landscapers. Right. It's insane. Yeah, well, but they don't. It's dirt cheap to them, right? They're too retired. They're whatever. So, but yes, the AI stuff and automation, um, it's very, it's very intriguing, and I think that uh, more companies should be looking at how they can um, utilize it in their businesses. Yeah, um, be mindful, right? You know what I mean. You can use AI to automate all kinds of things. So I was emails, calls. Uh, Text messages, chat. Yeah, box. well, text is another thing that they're now they're cracking down on that big time. Worse than the telemarketing. How do you even? But how do you get on the no call list with your phone? You got you go to the website, the no call list website, and register your phone. Oh, I didn't. Doesn't know stop that. people from doing it. Like T-Mobile, I have T-Mobile. So if you get a message you don't want, you hit spam. It just sends their number oh, to mean, the yeah, spam that, hellhole. Well, that's that's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm talking about how to prevent it. Well, you can try to prevent it, but there's you got these offshore companies, but the text message companies are getting in trouble. But another Ooh. thing is the right, people like that are sending out text messages. They want to know where you got the list. Did the people all opt in? Blah blah blah. Otherwise, they're not letting you send out. Isn't text. It he say she say? Well, they're getting fined, so they're clamping down on them. But the, that's why like now you'll get a text message the first time you sign up, it'll say, oh, hit yes to opt in. That way they know you opted in. And you can't say you didn't opt in. Say, no, I don't want to opt in. The other thing is, so I was having a discussion with <clears throat> somebody who's got like an automation company. Mm -hmm. So what, so he was talking about this buyer persona. Right. So one of the things and I and, and me and Justin, we've talked about this buyer persona thing before. So the buyer persona thing is and he breaks it up into two categories, buyer A, buyer B, buyer, buyer A, somebody over probably 40 years old. Buyer B is everybody under 40 years old. So when you look at your company and you have a plan like to, OK, I need to get customers. Right. You got to have a plan for A. And B. Yeah. Because if you're just planning for, oh, I'm going to sell when people call me or I'm going to go out door to door and make sales, you're going to you're going to limit yourself to the people who are in that 40 and above category and only want that type of buyer experience. Mm. If you don't develop for your business in 2024, a buyer persona for the younger people. You are not you're not gonna be able to capture no, as you're much business. Yourself up for failure. So you gotta figure out how can I attract these people? That's and that's how you're gonna use AI. Right. Okay, so you're gonna figure out your, you know, these are your ideal clients, customers, et cetera. Put pump that into the chat GPT and it's gonna put spit out a pretty good buyer persona for you. Right. So you're gonna get that, but then you gotta figure out how am I gonna automate. And, you know, how am I going to automate whether it's the buying process, right? The buying process, how to, how to figure out to, to how to figure out how to set, like, if you're not on, let's say you have a, a store, 
and you sell stuff in a store. You need to have e-commerce. But you got to have ways for people to get stuff for your from your business off the internet in 2024. I agree, man. Use use the AI. There's the tools are there for you. You got to put the two together, AI and automation. You got to marry those together and then implement that into your digital marketing campaigns. Yes. So, that's a quick uh, our quick take on AI. I mean, we had a bit of a conversation about all kinds of stuff, but uh, yeah, man, if there's any cool ways that you're implementing AI into your business or some something that we didn't touch on and you think we should hit us up. We'd love to chat. You want to tell us about your AI company, maybe yes. be a guest on the podcast. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, sir. Peace out. Peace. Carpe diem. <laughs>